The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the adventures of the Baron Boy. Take it easy, Russell. Take it easy. Baron. Yes. It, it's you. Well, of course it is. Well, I mean, they're... they're what? Where are the other two? The other two? Oh. Well, they're gone. Uh, each in their um, own way. What? Gone where? I Take it easy, Russell. Although you've healed, there's still some amount of recovery that requires rest. <sighs> yeah, it's... It's totally healed. You can't even yes. see where that thing bit me. Well. What the hell? The hell of it is, Russell, that I utilized elements of the rejuvenation chamber. Rejuvenation what? Well, it, it looks like it paid off. You, what, what, you, you've got an all-in-one ICU thingy? Thingy. <laughs> well, in a manner of speaking, yes. It, 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 it healed your wound, so uh, you're welcome. Well, well, yeah, but well, this is miraculous. I mean, well, you've had that. this sitting in your van all this time? I mean, damn. Well, not all the time. Think of the other stuff we could have done. Well, there was risks. I mean, I... Well, to be completely honest, this is the first time I ever used it. What? Well, it all worked out. You're fine. Oh, man. So nothing to worry about. Yeah, but... <laughs> the other barons, I, I mean, what? obviously, younger versions of you, so I... Well, uh, all that. this time, you, um, you knew me. What? Before we even met, and you, you no. acted like you didn't. No, because I didn't know you. Russell, but that was our first meeting. No, we we had to go in and, and fix the the, the generator, no. and then we got attacked. And well, I don't know what I, I, I wake up here. I no, Russell. What? That Baron Void was was not me. He was an alternate of me, one who should not have existed but did, one who. Had the life that I lost. What? Well, but, oh yeah. It's like he didn't know certain things. He didn't, he didn't even know what a pan van was when the other one, the other you showed up. Wait a minute. Oh. What about that one? Well. I mean, he had to be the younger you. Well, well, yes. Well, that was... That was me in my uh, younger days, as it was. Right! You, you, the first thing you did was walk out of the pan van and look right at me. What? I, I have no memory of that. What? The thing I recall was waking up. Oh, wait. In, in the room. Yeah, that's right. Seeing my, uh, You seemed seeing to be in temporal poor shape at the time, and then you, uh, you passed out and fell on the floor. I guess you wouldn't remember seeing me. Oh, uh, yes. Well, there you are, Detective. I think that explains it. Well, well, what happened? Without the generator, the tower's left exposed. Yes, it's now completely powerless. It's nothing more than an ordinary lighthouse now. Well, 
well, what happened to the to the barons, the other baron? And what about his, his wife and Biddy? His wife, unfortunately, passed away as what? well as himself. D- and, and Biddy? Biddy's safe. She she's safe. She she escaped with me. With you? You mean to tell me their Biddy is the same Biddy that we As per the dying wishes of my other self, I agreed to uh, to take her away from this place and uh, take care of her. Baron does does Biddy know she's she's not your daughter? No. When I went into her room to retrieve her, she she just assumed I I was her father. I of course looked and sounded and acted just like him and in a, in a lot of ways I, I was him and I could have been her father had things gone differently, of course. And in, in, in every other way, I, I have been her father, but already having to tell her the terrible news of the passing of her mother, I thought the security and the knowledge that at least she still had her father was, was something I couldn't take from her. Certainly not then. And since, I don't know. It's never seemed to be the right time, you know. The right time. When you travel all the times it could ever possibly be. Oh, believe me, Russell, I am well aware of the ironies of my existence. And now another one, because it appears this alternate reality was one that I would actually create through an idiot blunder. In ancient Troy. Yeah. Well, you did say you believe you can undo all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, not now. I, I, I dare not. What? But look what's that. Oh, yeah. If you undo it, then... Biddy would never have existed. Exactly, Russell. Exactly. But, my God, Baron, the whole, the whole world, this... this War and this chaos. War and chaos are everywhere, no matter what I do, Russell. In all the multiverse that I have witnessed and traveled, the only one who's ever kept me going and mattered was that little angel. Should I be denied that, Russell? Would you judge me so? No. No, I guess not. Oh, now what? What is that? Some sort of alert for something? Yes. It's another pan-dimensional vehicle incoming. Oh, great. Is it another version of you? Or that idiot Count Reckon? No, it's... Goodness me! It's... It's the Warp Wagon! Uh, she's suffering. The Trojans, uh, they injected her with nanobots. 
the goodness. Fine, took her over uh, to trick Count Reckon. Reckon, take it easy, little <laughs> there. Lean on me. There you go. Oh, Papa, it, it, it is so terrible. Uh, all right, baby, Reckon, all right. Reckon, uh, we had to leave. He was being attacked by the think tanks. Think tanks? And, oh, Papa, I, I believe uh, Count Reckon uh, inadvertently created the think tanks. What? The Trojans stole his technology, and, and they developed themselves into the think tanks. This is where they came from, Papa. Uh, our greatest enemy. Oh. Uh, we have to correct what we did. Uh, if the Greeks had oh. defeated the Trojans, none of this would have happened, and uh, we could end this great no, evil, no, Papa. No, 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 this, this, this can't be. Oh, Baron, it's, it's all true. We saw them. Oh, God. They made the think tanks. Yes, it's all. We, we must say quickly, Papa. This is our chance to end the threat to no. the think tanks. Once and for all. No, absolutely not. There's, what? There's been enough interference. But, but Papa! There'll be no more. But Papa, we have to! Have to? Have to? What? Have to what exactly? But, Change yet another timeline, but, which is the very activity that got us into this Papa. mess in the first place, Biddy. It's never as simple. As we thought. But you said that we I know, I know, I know. I said we would yes. correct it, but it's too much, Betty. And who am I? Oh. Who am I to play God? But with, with universes, Betty. No, my mind's made up. We're leaving this place. And we're taking Cliff and Lola home. But the home has been irrevocably altered if you will not fix it. No, Biddy. How many times do we have to go over this? An alternate timeline is just that. An alternate. The original timeline from which Russell and Miss Montgomery are from still exists. Oh, but, but all these people, uh, the tragedy... Oh, I know, Biddy. But what we don't know are the consequences of the interference other than what we've already seen. If we were to try to fix it, we break something else, Biddy. It's, it's time we moved on. But, Papa! Biddy, your father's right. The chain reaction of events that we could cause yet again is too horrible to contemplate. You see, Biddy, even a point can be reached where Russell and I see eye to eye. And hopefully one day, you'll understand. Uh, Baron, I, I think you should know what those nanobots in me, the Trojans, or, well, the think tanks now, could possibly be spying on all of this. Oh, fear not, Miss Montgomery. A quick electromagnetic pulse scan should remedy the problem. And there we have it. All the nanobots are deactivated. And oh. Witness this. Uncomfortable discussion? So what? It'll, it'll well, yield them nothing. Okay, then. So you deactivated the nanobots, but they're still in me? I mean, how do I get rid of them completely? Oh, quite naturally, Miss Montgomery. You, well, you poop them out. Oh, um... All right, well, then. Okay. Let's be on our way, shall we? So we're, uh, we're really going home, Baron? Yes, Russell. We're going home. Listening to Baron Boy, written, produced, 
and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music comes courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Male nurse pleasures himself next to Uber Driver. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. While taking an Uber home to his $655,000 townhouse, a Florida man exposed his genitals and pleasured himself to completion, forcing the driver to clean up the mess left behind by his front seat passenger. The driver picked up Jason Haggerty, 46, around 8.45 p.m. in Tampa and drove him to St. Petersburg, where Haggerty owns a residence with his husband. While en route, Haggerty displayed and exposed his penis and proceeded to masturbate the duration of the ride until arriving home. The driver told police he speaks no English and was unable to tell the defendant to stop. Uh Uh-huh. Though he did use his phone to record the defendant masturbating. The driver said that Haggerty ejaculated inside the vehicle. In order to continue working, the driver had to personally clean the seminal fluid from his own vehicle. (laughs) imagine hearing this story and realizing you were the next passenger (laughs) well uh, an arrest affidavit noted that there was a third unknown person (laughs) in the vehicle's back seat who spoke up for the victim at the conclusion of the ride oh well a police believe out Alcohol played a role in the incident, yeah, no doubt. Haggerty, a licensed nurse practitioner, was arrested for exposure of sexual organs, a misdemeanor, and booked into the county jail. During a court hearing, a judge ordered Haggerty released from custody on his own recognizance. The judge directed Haggerty to have no contact with the driver. Additionally, the judge ruled that the defendant shall not use Uber, Lyft, rideshare, or any assisted means of transportation while the case is pending. So, I I don't know, I guess Haggerty will just have to beat off while on foot. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Smellogs Poop. The Super Delicious Laxative presents The Adventures of Sun King. Faster than the speed of light. More powerful than an atomic bomb. Able to leap the moon in a single bound. 
Up in the sky! It's a comet! It's a UFO! No! It's Sun King! Yes, Sun King. And who? Disguised as mild-mannered tabloid reporter Mark Milktit fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. In our last episode, Sun King, and his guys as tabloid reporter Mark Milktit, was assigned to investigate the civil war in the small country of Crappencorn. While in Washington, D.C., he began to investigate a mysterious lobbyist who had corrupted a powerful senator in Congress. In order to get the mysterious lobbyist to talk, Sun King grabbed him by the ankle and leaped into the sky. Tell you what, I'll just take a leap to that nearby skyscraper. What? No, oh, no, it's too far. No, 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 we gotta go down. Ah, come on, it'll be fun. No, no, no. Yeah. Whoops. Oh, you were right. Oh, boy, I missed it. Now, oh, here we go. Well, we're going down. Oh, no, no. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, oh no. Uh, Say, that was fun. Let's do it again. What? No, 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 no. I'll talk, I'll talk. Uh, the man I represent is Rex Rain, the weapons manufacturer. Uh, he's been fighting the weapons to Crappencorn. He figures getting American involvement with American taxpayer money have certainly sweetened the pot. War profiteering. Damn him. Where can I find this Rex Rain? Uh, you'll find him at his Lexington Park estate. Very well. I shall go and deal with this Rex Rain. In the meantime, I hope you've learned your lesson. There's better ways to make a living than slithering around in the sewers of political power to make money off of people's misery. Now I've got to go. Up, up, above and beyond! Oh, jeez. <laughs> phone. I better call Rex in a hurry. <sighs> Rex, Rex, listen, uh, I can't explain it over the phone, but uh, you're about to receive a visit from the most dangerous man alive. What? I uh, should have known a little sissy boy like you would squeal on me. But in the meantime, don't worry. I've taken the proper precautions, as whoever this idiot is, he won't be alive for very long. And a mere five minutes later... Sun King steps through the window of Rex Rain's study and calmly confronts him. Whether you like it or not, Rex, you're coming with me. Sign, mister. What the hell are you wearing? Whatever. I'm afraid I can't go with you as I've made other plans. Wait, what are you doing? What's that you're holding behind you? Give it to me. All right, boys, you heard the man. Give it to him! Instantly, several panels about the room slide aside, and out steps the armed guards of Rex Rain, and immediately they open fire on him. Good lord! It ain't working! The bullets just seem to disappear! <laughs> they can't penetrate my solar-charged force field. You idiots! Use the special ray guns! Oh, ray guns? Oh! Oh! <laughs> yeah, boss, that's doing the trick! Oh. 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 
These ray guns pack quite the wallop. Don't know how much of this punishment I can take. I'd better deploy my sunbelt power. Hey, his, his crotch is glowing. That's not his crotch, it's his buckle. Man, whatever, it's glowing. Ah! Oh. oh my god. What, what a mess. Well, uh, they shouldn't have shot at me. But I suspect these high-tech ray guns are the very high-tech weapons you've been foisting on the poor people of Krempengarn. Hey, look, I'm a businessman. There was a demand for these weapons, and I provided what they wanted. Don't play games with me, Rain. It's, it's no game. That's pretty much the whole story right there. Now, see here. I expect you to be on the next flight for Kreppenkarn first thing in the morning. If you don't, well, you've seen what I can do. And sure enough, the next morning at the airport can be seen Rex Rain nervously boarding a plane set for Kreppenkarn. Little does he know that he's being accompanied on the flight by Mark Milktit, who, in reality, is Sun King. Also boarding the plane next to Mark Milktit, Surprisingly, is... Wait a lot! What are you doing here? Well, I had some vacation time saved up, and I figured, why not take advantage of it? <laughs> vacation? Uh, in a war zone? Come on! Yeah, all right, you got me. Look, you, this is my chance to get out of this cheap, tawdry tabloid business. This story could put me on the map, and I'm not going to let my chance get stolen from me by some green freshman reporter. You snooze, you lose, Milton. Abracadabra! I seize this plane in the name of only one! You will divert it to the nation of Krappenkorn! But, but Krappenkorn is, is where we're going! Oh, uh, oh, right, I, I, I mean you will divert this flight to East Krappenkorn! <laughs> East Krappenkorn? <laughs> but that's the anti-American sound! I'll be killed! Yes, your fate is now in the hands of the Freedom Fighters of East Krippenkorn! Abracadabra! Abracadabra! Oh no, what a disturbing development. Will Mark Milktit, who is in reality Sun King, be able to save Layla Lott, the passengers, and anyone else involved in this, from the clutches of the hijacker and the horrors of East Krappenkorn? Find out in the next exciting episode of The Adventures of Sun King. The Adventures of Sun King is a Nelson production. All characters and stories are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. While en route, Haggerty displayed and exposed his penis and proceeded to masturbate.